This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest battle we will ever have to face is the battle between you and you. It's the battle of taking your mind to that limit and then breaking through. On the Mindful Experiment podcast, we will share concepts, universal laws, and interviewing individuals who have done just that, who have gone through the dark times and through those moments allowed their light to shine bright. I'm your host, Dr. Vic Manzo, and I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and taking this journey with me as we discover different avenues to break through those limits, expand your reality, and evolve into the person you desire to be. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, everyone. Before we jump into this interview, I wanted to share a little bit about the Mr. Duke Sayer himself and just share a little about who he is, but more importantly, just the the amazing energy he brings to the table. Unfortunately, in this interview, we do have a little bit of some tech difficulties that we had, but overall, you'll still get the most the bulk of the message. And I'm definitely going to be having him back on again to just really dive in. He was really amazing with his information and him and I were gelling really well. You can hope you feel the energy of this interview because it was really uh, something that hard to explain. You just got to experience this. You know, Duke Sayer, he's a self-awareness and energy coach who, after spending 12 years working on his business, trying to fix his physical ailments and trying to sort his personal and business life, he finally found the energy tools and techniques that actually work. He trains with high-level CEOs, business owners, and couples who have tried everything else and are now looking for the truth to release anything that is stopping them from reaching their goals and living a life on path. 
So I'm excited to introduce you to Duke as we go in and uh, we head over to this interview. Get ready, get some pen and paper out, get all inspired as we all dive in here about this, how to gain more self-awareness. Duke, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, brother. I appreciate it, man. I'm excited. So let's get into this thing called awareness. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things, mindfulness, all these different terminologies are coming out. I always like to know, like, what got you on that path to be like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Here's the things I want to share with the world and, and, and think it's vital. Well, as, as often is the case, funny enough, as I talk about self-awareness, and if you met me 10 years ago, I was probably the most unaware person you've ever met in your life. You know, in relationships, in money, in my health, so many things were going wrong and I had no idea actually that it was a sign from the universe trying to get me to wake up. So for me, uh, when I finally woke up and I realized actually my relationship's been abusive, my body falling apart, making tons of money, losing tons of money, actually there was some co-creation in me and there was actually something in me that needed addressing. That was it. I was like, oh my God, there must be so many other people who haven't yet realized that everything shows up in your life for a reason. There are no coincidences and the universe is constantly trying to give you feedback so you can acknowledge parts of yourself you haven't yet acknowledged and so you can basically remember who you truly are. So for me, that's what self-awareness is. And my wake-up, essentially, that finally got me to actually feel because that was my big thing. I couldn't feel anything. I was, I was just numb, physically numb, uh, emotionally numb, mentally all over the place. And when my daughter came along and my daughter's mum at the time... We weren't getting on so well. I wasn't able to see her and things like that. It was actually, you know, honestly, just something in me was just kind of like, okay, I have a duty here. There's something wrong here. And through that, I finally started to feel and I finally started to wake up and realize, actually, this shit is going down for a reason and I'm part of it. I love it. Very powerful. Taking self-responsibility is a lot of things that people don't do. So totally awesome there. And having a daughter... For males, I know this, you know, I have friends who have kids and they say when they have their daughter, like life, just something shifts in them. Did you have some, like an experience like that? To be honest, I gotta be brutally honest. And some people listening be like, what? When <laughs> my daughter was born, I felt nothing. I felt okay. nothing. And, and it's funny, even one of my friends was asking me yesterday, you know, when she was born, did you feel love for her? I felt nothing. But the fact that she'd come along I just felt this duty and I was like, okay, I should be seeing her. I should be feeling something. There's something, there's something that I'm missing. There's something I don't understand. This doesn't make sense. And in all honesty, it wasn't until she was three years old that I finally kind of broke through and I was actually able to say to her verbally, I love you and actually mean it and actually feel it at my core. So in all honesty, you know, when I first saw her, I was just kind of like, huh, here's this, here's this kid. Okay, she's picked me for a reason. All right, there's something I must have to do. But I didn't actually feel anything. But there was, there was this inner something, obviously my soul, that was kind of going, okay, there's something here. You need to understand. You need to go into this and figure out what the hell is going on. And from all of that, everything's changed. I love it. And was it like, because you know your soul and stuff, was it like a gut feeling? Was it something like just inner knowing? Yeah, it was just, it was just this like right here in my solar plexus, between, like, between like my power center to my solar plexus. Just that kind of area, there was just something there that when I breathed into my body and at this point, you know, I, I was completely numb, couldn't feel anything, couldn't feel emotions, couldn't feel love, you know, due to all my childhood experiences. 
Um, but there was just this something, this niggle that was saying, you need to go and see her. You need to spend time with her. You need to figure this out. There was just something that drove me. I love it. And, you know, in life, you know, all my research that I've done, I've always noticed that everything as adults, it's all from our childhood for the most part, you know, and for people who are listening and you've had a rough patch growing up or if you had things that have happened, Duke, are you able to break through? I mean, you were able to do this. You broke through it, you know, but uh, for others, you know, being an example of breaking through, number one, can you break through that? And number two, can you share a little bit of, of, of what someone can do to help break that process? First of all, I'd like to say is, you know, um, I'm sure I'm sure you're the same, Vic. Like on your journey, you've just seen so many crazy stories, and it is a tough pill to swallow. But for me, with the stuff that happened to me, you know, I grew up basically. I had pedophiles around me, being tortured, abused, and seeing my brothers and sisters going through the same thing. And um, you know, there was a, there was a lot of stuff going on, and the regular kind of route didn't really work for me because I was always going, why? Why, why, why? Why did this happen to me? Why did this happen to my brothers and sisters? And I would just invite you that if you have that, don't let that up because there is a reason. You do get to a point where you do figure out that, oh, this is why this experience happened to me. This is the benefit. This is what we're so asked for. So I'd say the first thing in terms of what you can do is whatever is going on in your life right now, whatever purpose you're looking for, whatever's happened to you in your childhood, whatever you're struggling to let go of, just get to the now and focus on what is it you want to experience? How do you want life to be in the present moment? And you don't need to go searching for your purpose. You don't need to go digging into your past. If you just get in the present moment and get connected with your breath, connected with how you're feeling in the present moment, connected with all the experiences you want to have, the past, if it's supposed to come up, will come. Your purpose, if it's supposed to come, it will come flooding to you. We just focus on feeling good now, feeling inspired at any time you're not feeling good, anytime you're not feeling inspired, anytime you're feeling low, stuff is coming up for you, embrace it and just know that you only get given what you can handle and just embrace it. And when it often feels like it gets its toughest, the fear kicks in, the feelings get to their worst, that is likely just before you're going to have your biggest breakthrough, your biggest moment of clarity, your biggest like peace, joy, love is when your ego gives up its biggest resistance just before it lets go of all those programs. Because all those programs, all the stuff that happened to us as a kid, you know, they're all based on fear. It is, how do I get the love that I control getting that love? And we're just deep down, the little boy, the little girl that's is just scared of letting go, of surrendering in case we don't get that love. And no matter what experience has happened to you, that is what your ego is just trying to do on a really, really basic level. So just trust that if you get in the present moment and just start making a decision of, actually, this is what happened to me. I don't know what that is yet, but let me just embrace my feelings. Love it, man. Very powerful. You share a ton of stuff in there. We're gonna, I'm going to dissect this a little bit. So I want to go back to the beginning a little of what you were talking about. You know, one of the questions I want to ask is, you know, when you went through all that and you're asking those questions, why, why, why? For the listeners there who've gone through that, did you have like a victim mentality, like blaming others instead of saying, this is going to benefit me some time down the road? To be honest, I didn't have a victim mentality in life in general because I saw the stuff that went down and I made a decision very early on in my life that this can't be all there is to life. Like there must be something better. And even when I started working as a teenager, I looked at people having regular jobs and I thought, there must be something better. This can't be all there is to life. <laughs> but when it came to women, when it came to relationships, 
And I thought I was positive, but actually the question that I was running, so without realizing, I thought I had grit and I was just getting on with it and trying to make the best of it. What I was attracting was a relationship that the universe was trying to get me to acknowledge that actually, you know, I, I had, does she love me? Why doesn't she love me? How could those things happen to brothers and sisters? That was what I was running beneath the surface without realizing. I love it, man. Yeah, because I know a lot of people, you know, sometimes I work with some people and we'll go into things and it's one of those things where they, you know, it's so easy to blame others and hold them for the responsibility instead of ourselves. And, you know, looking at the views of how you shifted gears and you're trusting, how do you trust? Is there ways that you can share, you know, helping somebody knowing how they can say, you know what, I can, you know, I can trust, like I'm going to move forward. What would you recommend? Yeah, for me, there's a few different aspects of trust. So obviously, you've got trust in yourself, trust in others, and trust in the universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it. And most of us in our own timeline, in our ancestors' timeline, even beyond that, we've had some level of refuting God, refuting the universe, feeling like life isn't there for us. And often in our experiences, we've experienced over and over that we felt people weren't there for us. So you know, one of the first things for me is to just check in with yourself and, you know, do a timeline on, okay, when have I, and it's more a huge time, got through it. And just to start reminding yourself that, you know what, you can do it. And just getting that, reminding your ego of that inner knowingness that no matter what life throws at you, you can get through it. And then when it comes to obviously people around you, often it goes to our first carers in life, our mum, our dad, our family, is to then just ask yourself if any, if any part of you feels that you can't trust, is just take a breath and then just ask, what age of me feels this way? What, when did I first feel this feeling of being let down? Who am I still struggling to forgive? Things like that, just to see, you know, without going in super deep, without having like a coaching or a healing session, you know, even those kind of questions, if you ask them on a daily basis, you'd be surprised the awarenesses you start to get. And each time you get in that awareness, you're acknowledging parts of yourself, you're bringing that energy back in. You know, your ego is starting to let down its programs, there's more of yourself. And then when it comes to God, the universe, source, divine, creator, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> for me, that again is to, that was a little bit more complex. Like for me, that's where, you know, I bring in something like the same method where you can just, you can ask, okay, if God can live in my body, if the universe can live in my body, and then literally you can kind of access it and follow it back and see where you first made that decision. For me, it was four years old when I was being sexually abused. I made the decision. I ran to the bottom of the garden and I was like, F you, God, you haven't got my back. My mom hasn't got my back. I don't know where I got those swear words from, but I was angry. And in that moment, um, that's where I actually created my, my physical back pain, where I just truly believed on every level, no one had my back and I was, you know, I was on my own. So for me, those are kind of three different aspects. And it's, it's your job just to really feel into, you know, your own self and what you've actually been able to get through and remind your ego of all the times you managed to get through because your ego is always going to be telling you, you're shit, you're rubbish, you can't do this, you failed before. Your ego is always reminding you constantly of that stuff. And it's your job to build a case study in your conscious mind to continue to remind your ego, actually, this time, that time, I did it. That time, that time, we did it. That time, that time, I managed to get through it. And continue to remind yourself and, and build up a case study on the other side. And then again, yeah, like I said, um, checking in with when you first made those decisions around other people, God, the universe. 
I love it, man. Thank you for sharing all that. That's really some powerful stuff there. And would you then, you know, as you're explaining all that, how much of you are the creator of your life? For me, every single thing that shows up in your life shows up for a reason. Every single tiny. And, and when you start taking that responsibility and seeing it through those eyes, you start noticing the tiniest little nuances in the universe, in the feedback that you're getting. Because for me, you know, my belief is that this is a holographic universe. This is a, a thought form. This is a construct. And, you know, you get taught when you're a kid, you think the world revolves around you. And as you go through school, you get told the world doesn't revolve around you. And then as you get older, you're like, shit, it actually does. Actually, everything, <laughs> everything, everything I believe actually happens and is shown up in my world. You know, everything, everything I'm feeling, you know, if I don't check in with those feelings, things around me start changing. You know, so for me, whether people believe it or not, all I can say is that I haven't what I've been feeling to now. I can't actually get my head around you know, and I'm sure Vic, you're the same, you know, it's, it's, and when you look forward, we look forward and we make these plans and we make these goals and everything else. When we get there, we're like, damn, I could never have predicted it would have been that good. And, and we take the response towards remove yourself, having amazing experiences yourself or acknowledging a part of yourself, simple life becomes that much more easier and that much more flows. I love it, brother. Yeah, it totally. And it's, it's, you know, I was taught growing up that, you know, I get yelled at and be like, the world doesn't revolve around you. It's not all about you. And, uh, I had to break through that kind of uh, programming <laughs> yeah. for a while. So I love when you brought that up. Very, very cool. So then when the world does revolve around us and we, we are the creators, then how, you know, do you notice that people, is it, we talked about trust a little bit and I know you brought it up already about the universe. Is the universe always looking at your best interest? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Even when the universe takes you through hell, you know, once you get out of it, you realize, oh, I've just been upgraded or I can see clearer or now as a result, I've acknowledged this part of myself or brought in this power or now I'm more, worth more of X, Y, and Z. So, you know, the universe always has your best interest at hand and you just get into the place of asking the universe more of what you want to experience. Most people ask for on some level the same experience. So let's just say, for example, your business is currently doing, I don't know, 20K a month, let's just say. And then you sit down and then you look at the growth that you want to achieve in your business. And then you say to the universe, okay, let's do 40K a month. And I want to do X, Y, and Z, help me universe. And then the universe is looking down at you or your higher self, a part of you that you know, you're connected by is like 40K. That isn't, that isn't where you're going. And then you don't get it. And until you actually get the lesson and understand that actually you could, you're actually worth 200K, it actually doesn't happen. It doesn't flow yet because you were asking too small. And that was a lesson you needed to get. So, you know, obviously this is how long is a piece of string. There are so many dichotomies within our ego and what we need to ask. And our, everyone's got so many different lessons. But even just that is, a, for me, an amazing example on how the universe will serve you. It will stop you from getting that 40K until you get the awareness and realize you weren't asking for enough with what you are here to do and what your destiny is here for. Ooh, I love that. Very powerful, man. Yeah, definitely. I had so many thoughts going through my head when you were saying all that. Yeah, it's very, it's, it's true. Like, you know, sometimes I think when it comes to like goals, we set them too low instead of, and sometimes actually, I'll be honest, I don't know about you, Duke, but for me, I don't ever recommend goals. I'm not a big fan of them. I think they limit you because it's your mind you're coming from saying, this is where I want to go. Exactly. What, what do you feel about that? 
when it comes yeah, to yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like we, as a business, obviously our thing is self awareness, and we teach the same method and all that kind of stuff. First thing I do when I sit down with them is going get rid of the three, five, 20 year business plan. Because right now on this planet, the amount that we are ascending, the planet is growing, our vibrations are raising. We can't even conceive how life is going to look in five years time for ourselves, you know, for the planet, let alone ourselves. So for me, yeah, for me, I'll have a three month kind of, this is what we're working towards. But normally within a month, it's completely been obliterated or grown past or smash and i like to work in two week blocks for me in two weeks time we're going to smash this and you know things that could just continually grow and for me it's like every day pretty much my mind is being expanded to what i'm here to do what other people are here to do way beyond what i could have conceptualized and for me one of the biggest things in our space of so we say like more mindfulness believing in the universe we're a soul having a human experience in this space is people being attached to, yeah, but I was going to do this. I was going to do that. And, you know, when you can become non-attached and just open to whatever's showing up, showing up and just checking in, okay, is this resistance? Is this something I need to learn? Or am I being guided in a different direction? The more you can master that, then, you know, that's when you can truly just embrace on the steroids. I love it. And when it comes to, so if it's not goals, I know you do two weeks time. Um, If you're not focusing on that, what do you like for me personally? I always tell people I focus on 1% a day. 1% is all I do Mm -hmm. to try to grow and evolve. That's all I'm looking at doing. And I just look at my day and say, okay, what can I do to do that and help me? What can I learn? What can I do to challenge myself and face whatever I have to? Do you have a method or something that you say, okay, this is what we need to focus on here to help you go from X to Z or whatever it is you want to do? Yeah, for me, I have I have my ultimate. It's not my ultimate ultimate vision, but essentially, sixteen months ago, um, I was having a chat with the universe, and I basically kind of got given, "Hey, you know, go and do this," and it felt true to me. It felt light, and essentially, I just kind of have that as okay. That's what I'm shooting for, and everything that kind of happens in between. You know, I don't know step two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. But <laughs> right now, I feel without being attached, I feel that that is where I'm working towards. That is what the universe has put me here to do. And until I get further notice, that's how I see it, if that makes sense. Oh, no, totally does. And just for the listeners, too, like I always teach about the mind and how limited we are. You know, the mind, what is it? 1.000001% is all the things that we can know and perceive that exist in the universe. So, I always tell people too, like, hey, set what you want, forget the rest. Let the universe do that. It is a superpower machine. It knows the best for us, not just for ourselves, but also for everyone else around us. So everybody wins in that department. Would you agree on that? Yeah, and a thousand, thousand percent. And for me, it's just being able to flow with the universe and just every time, you know, even, even yesterday, you know, I got very clear, just came through my gut and then I started... You know, my crown started going nuts. I started getting visions. And I was like, huh, I'm going to drop the price of our course. And this is how it's going to work. And this is how we're going to impact more people. And then, uh, you know, I sat down with my manager and she's like, I'm not really feeling it. How does that work? And I'm like, I don't know. It's just what I got shown. And it feels light and it feels expensive. And I'm not thinking about the money. I'm just going on the guidance and just knowing that the universe knows what it's doing. The end. And then and by the end of the day, she sat with it and couple other friends they're like "Mm, actually i can feel that's good but you know if i was to get in the fear place of 
well, how are we, how are we going to, how are we going to make X, Y, and Z money to pay the bills? And we've got this event coming up and everything else, because no matter where you are in the journey, depending on your journey, you'll get certain tests each time, you know, every, every so often. And for most of us on this journey of go, of growing some kind of soulful business, we all get tested on where is your faith? You know, so we might have a really bad month. Or we might have a traffic goes sparse for no apparent reason. And it's just to bring up our fears at a deeper and deeper level for us to refine that faith at a deeper and deeper level. And then shit flows again. So, you know, it's, it is, it is just a case of, yeah, 100% agree. It's just being open to receive. I'll give you another little example. I had, um, I was trying to figure out the name for my event. And back in January, all I could get, the only word I could get was truth. And, and it was the only one that gave me shivers. Truth. Something about truth. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then I was in Greece back in, I don't know, May, something like that. I was in Greece, beautiful place, Catalonia, ever been. You got to go. It's a beautiful island, amazing energy there. And then more, more stuff is coming through. But now you've got to, you've got to set your, get your signature event kind of set in stone now, landed. So I put a, I put a poll in my free Facebook group, put a poll in there asking them, you know, and I put about 30 names got people to add their suggestions as well. And by the end of it, we had the gift within. And the gift within won by an absolute landslide. Now, if I'd been attached to that name and like, okay, it's the gift within, this is what we should do, I would have been blind to what then came a week later. And if I'd been feeling the fear of, well, I've already announced it in the group, that the event's going to be called the gift within, and thank you for helping me, and yada, yada, yada. A week later, when I was delivering the workshop, I was just sat there and I was just obviously in facilitation mode and it just popped in and I was like, oh my God, the truth within, done. That's why in January, I had the word truth keep coming in. That's why you guys put the gift within, it all sorts together, I'm getting shivers, that's the name. But if I'd been in a place of attachment of that's decided, that's how it is, I can't let people down now, duh, duh, I wouldn't have been in a space of open that that could have flowed in. So wherever you are with your business, relationships, whatever it might be, you've always got to check in with, what does this mean to me? If it is this or it isn't this, what is my ascribed meaning to that? And as soon as you get that awareness, let it go. And then that way you're going to be always more and more in that equilibrium, neutral, non-attached space to let the magic flow through. I love it. I love that. And how important is it, you know, because it's an inner voice. It's, it's something that comes from within. Some people call it intuition. Some people call it the higher self speaking to you, true self. It's your true voice. How do you get in that state where you allow for that information to come through? Or how do you quiet the noise of the mind? For me, it's the number one thing for most people is going to be a breath. When I first started meditation like 10 years ago, I'll be honest, it just didn't do anything for me. It just, this whole idea of someone telling me in a, in a workshop or, or like in an evening class, okay, now just let your thoughts pass through. My head was just going crazy and crazy. It just didn't work for me. But my journey was someone, my journey was someone that was just so numb in my body and that my journey was to get back in my body. So for me, if you're, if your head's going crazy, just come back to your breath. Be with your breath. Just imagine, then close your eyes and imagine your breath coming in, going down to the pit of your stomach, permeating the walls of your stomach, down into your legs, into your feet. And as you're breathing out, be with the breath, follow the breath. You do that for five, six breaths, and you're that much more present. And, and then in terms of like, how do you get to a place where this stuff can just flow through like just like that? For me, it's doing the work, basically. It's doing the inner work. The more you 
take a breath. Okay, how am I really feeling? What's my, what, my, what does it mean to me if X happens or that happens? What's my fear? When did I first feel this? When did I first make this decision? What age of me feels this way? What age of me doesn't want to let go of X person? The more you're asking those questions while taking a breath and then ask the question, the more you're going to connect with your body. It's like you're asking down here in your stomach and your self-plexus area. It's like you're imagining asking your body, asking for me, that's why I kind of, I feel where my soul lives. I kind of feel it. And the more you practice that on an ongoing daily basis, I've seen it time and time again, give it a couple of months in honesty, doing this every day, give it a couple of months. And all of a sudden you'll notice that your ability to not be in your head, not be attached, not be detached either, but in a place of just in your body is that much more powerful. And for anyone who does coaching or healing, that space you get in when you're just trying to help someone else, that's the space. That feeling you feel when you get that knowingness of what they need, that's the space. And the skill is to practice doing it enough that you can then do it yourself, either by facilitating other people. And this is one of the reasons why on our course we do buddy sessions. So you just practice being in that space. So if anyone's a coach or healer, I just recommend know that when you're in that space, if you can get used to breathing with yourself when you're doing coaching, when you're doing healing and recognizing how it feels to be in your body when you're doing that, it'd be that much easier to do it when you're on your own. And that's when the magic can just flow through and your mind and your ego and its restrictions aren't going to get in the way as much. I love it. Very, very powerful stuff you're sharing here, Duke. I love it, man. Would you say that people who... Is this something that they can build like a muscle? Because I know you said it takes a couple months. Or is it just some people are gifted and some aren't? For me, every single person I've ever met is gifted in some way. Now, of course, people are gifted in varying degrees, but it is a muscle. And I think aptitude and attitude and spending... Given, you know, having the discipline, that is more important than someone who is naturally talented. And I love the expression, God, the universe, let's just say God for now. God doesn't call the gifted. God gives gifts to the called. And for me, you know, the power of your intention, you know, even, even us doing this podcast, you know, the words that we're saying and the stuff that's coming through us, you know, that our ability and our intention not to hold back means that we could, we could talk about our very best stuff. And then tomorrow, even better stuff will flow through us. And that's what they say. When we all, for the information, for the feeling, for the connection that is needed, we get given more of that. And your natural ability and all that kind of stuff, you know, destiny versus free will, all that kind of stuff, you know, for me, it's, it's not as important because everyone is gifted in a different way. You know, I think there's no, there's no surprise that the X-Men films do so well. All of us are X-Men in our own individual way. And the people I meet, the gifts they have, it blows my freaking mind. I'm more like, I'm more like <laughs> Professor Xavier. I'm very good at seeing things and connecting with souls and seeing what they need to do to change their stuff. I meet some people and I'm like, oh my God, you know, if the government knew about you, then holy, you know, so, you know, but, Every single person I've ever seen, they've had to do work because the work isn't sculpturing how good your gift is. The work is, is releasing the programs that your ego has ascribed. That's the work. I love it, man. Yeah, I, I have one of, uh, I've been told this many times, but as I got older, about 10 years ago, I had a spiritual teacher say the same thing. She goes, we all are superheroes in our own way. And she goes, this is why kids attract so much to that because 
of. They, we have this inner knowing that yeah. we all are unique in our own way. And I always love taking yeah. science as yeah. much as, as science is slowly catching up to the spiritual aspects and all the things that the ancients have said. You know, they, there's a poly exclusion principle. It's a quantum mechanics. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Uh, a principle that states there are no two things in the universe alike at all. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I always... I'm always trying to tell people like you're needed, you're, you're gifted. You have to just, you have to, I think that's the part of life, right? You have to figure those things out along the way. Yeah. It's part of the fun and figuring out what is, what is the special gift you ask for. And even, even the attributes, you know, it's like you play those online role-playing games and you pick if you're going to be a wizard or you're going to be amazing with a sword. That is exactly what happens before you incarnate. And the amount of people I've seen when I've seen their timeline and I see you know, the, the specific, you know, there's one guy and I saw he picked to have like an immunity that he can speak absolute truth and without getting all, you know, conspiracy and all that kind of stuff. But no matter what he talks about, he's like kind of protected. And, you know, this is kind of like woo as, as whatever stuff, but it's fascinating. But on a lower level as well, you know, if you've anything that has happened to you, anything that has been suppressed at the deepest level, Know that, and I know you've heard this before, but it truly understand that that is your gift because when you finally re-embrace it, you don't just get the energy and the reclamation of what's happened in this lifetime, what happened in that situation. You get an overcompensation. So for me, you know, as a child, I made a decision not to speak because of all the stuff that was happening. And then I didn't speak that much through school, through college. And then as I got older, the first time I spoke on stage, the crowd went nuts and I'd never done any speaker training, never done anything. And I realized, wow, I've got alchemy in my voice, you know, and, and all of us, we have this, we have something that, you know, whatever has happened to us, our soul asked for that to be suppressed so that we could relearn and we remember who we truly are. And that frequency, that vibration of that specific gift or happening or situation or emotion or feeling that you're able to give someone else, that is your power. I had an ex-girlfriend who, you know, she could just look someone in the eyes and where she'd experienced nothing but apathy in her life. Her levels of empathy, oh my God. You know, she'd just sit with someone and they would just open up and just tell her everything they'd never told anyone without having to say a word because her energy of empathy was so powerful because of everything she'd been through, you know? I love how you say that. I mean, yeah, you, you, you hold them in a sacred space. So, you know, I, I love uh, everything you're sharing here. And I, I, you get, I had a visual come to me when you were talking and I just saw like this big red box with green tape on it. And you're given this and you go through this like darkness. And then at time, as you get older, when you're like ready to open the box, here you go. And it's like, why didn't I do this sooner? Holy cow. Look at all the stuff in here. Look at all the great stuff that's in here. <laughs> yeah. So how important, because I teach a lot about like, you have to go through the darkness to get to the light. You have to go deep in. And I always say, you're going to go deep and then you'll come to the, then you'll see your light. You'll go to the light. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, "Mm, let me go revisit that later on. And I'm going to go even deeper. Um, How important is it in life that you have to go through the darkness to, to get to the light? Yeah, for me, Vic, I love what you say. And, um, you know, I've heard some of your podcasts and, and what you talk about, and I 100%, 100% agree. For me, I think the new wave is going to be people like, people like myself, people like yourself, um, a few other people I know um, personally, a lot, of, a lot of new people coming through that are coming with this message. Because for me, it is almost, yeah, it, is, it is a new paradigm coming through that. Actually, the darkness isn't bad per se, because you can't have the light without the darkness. 
and it is just the other side of the coin. It is, you know, and it's, and one of the things as well, you know, is the amount of people I've met and it's the same message, the amount of people I've met and they're like, oh, I had this entity latch onto me or I picked up on these people's bad vibes and they made this happen to me, that happened to me. And every single time when I followed it up to a higher point of creation, it was contracted. They asked for it on some level so that they could acknowledge a part of themselves in some place so that they could then be more light. They could then remember more of who they truly are. And no matter how scary, because trust me, even this year, I can say I went through, I never thought I'd be scared. This year, I went through something that actually scared me in terms of like, you know, spiritual woo-woo stuff. I had some stuff that actually scared me that I never thought I would be that guy. You know, I never thought like, oh, really? And it was just one of those things, you know, I was met to come my friends and like, thank you for being there, my lamest hour. And I know this is happening for a reason, but shit, man, this is scary. <laughs> and once I, and then once I came out the other side, it was just like, oh my God, I can see clearly. No, it was just, <laughs> you know, just even more lightness, even more unconditional love, even more clarity, even more understanding, even more downloads that, again, my human ego mind six months ago could never have guessed in a million years I would know that stuff, feel that stuff, experience that stuff, or have any awareness of it full stop, you know? So, you know, everything for me, everything is perfect. As long as you keep following your gut, it will take you in the right direction. And sometimes in the short term, you can look back and think, well, I followed my feelings. That wasn't good. I shouldn't follow my feelings. No, no, no. At some point, if you keep seeking to understand and get the lesson, at some point you'll realize your feelings didn't let you down. Your soul knows what it's doing. The universe knows what it's doing. Amen, brother. I couldn't agree with you more. And it's—I always call it like you're into, like you're, it's like your soul navigator, right? It's your feelings within and and guiding yeah, you. Yeah. And I always tell people you got to use your emotions and let your emotions kind of dictate. You know, if you're feeling. Um, Abraham Hicks talks a lot about this. And this is where I got a lot of that information. And of course, I could tell you do the same thing. You learn something and then you take it in and then you decipher the coding and the programming to figure out, okay, how's this work for me? And how do I want to understand it and share it? And uh, it's all about that good feeling, right? When you get that good feeling with that knowing like, okay, this is what I got to do. Or this is why this is going to happen. You know, shit hits the fan. You got to keep saying, this is gonna happen for something good down the road i know this for a fact don't know why i gotta go through it it sucks you got scared a little bit ago i've been through the same things before and it's just like you just gotta keep moving forward no matter what right and for anyone listening you know or anyone watching you know just know that i promise you um, it does get easier in terms of your ego does give you less resistance and even if your ego does give you loads of resistance. Your, level, your ability to step back and observe your ego and still move forward and still let go and still release the chains and release, it does get easier. And your compass of discernment to feel what is your true feeling, what is your soul, what is your ego, what is a download, what is a sponsored thought, what is something you're picking up from someone else. You know, your, your compass of discernment, the more you keep breathing in, asking questions of yourself and tuning into those feelings, it does get easier and it does get clearer. But as long as you're trying to begin with, for me, you know, one of the biggest shames, I suppose is the word, you know, no judgment, but one of the, for the, for the, yeah, for me, a huge shame in this personal and spiritual development world, you know, there are some people kind of going, you know, your thoughts and feel, your, your feelings and emotions can't be trusted. Da, 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 da. And yeah. what I see in those people who follow that kind of, modality is that four years down the line they can use 
tools and strategies to take action and get to a certain place, but their beingness hasn't changed. They haven't become more aware. They haven't, their conscious mind, subconscious mind and soul hasn't become more in alignment. Their ego isn't more open and flowy and faster at understanding what is true and what isn't true. They're still in the same place, beingness, even if their external world has changed and the feelings do you know I mean if that makes sense, Vic? Oh, that makes perfect sense to me, brother. I love everything you're sharing here. Really, really good stuff here. And so, one of the things I want you know that will tie it up because we've shared so much great nuggets today. What are some things that you can like in a bullet point or a couple things? If you were going to tell somebody, this is how you become aware. This is how you can follow your intuition. This is how you know letting your feelings guide you so you can become understand and be in alignment with your soul and your true higher self and and be in that flow as i like to say with the universe and life in general the beauty of all that what would you recommend how do you start with it to do all that okay so so first of all guys you know there are a million techniques out there there are a million methods and systems and morning routines and all this kind of stuff but for me i like to just keep it simple Start with a small amount of time because if you can get a small amount of time consistently, think about this. If you had a best friend, if you chatted your best friend every couple of days for five, ten minutes, or you spoke to your best friend every six months for three hours, which would be the better relationship? You know, And it's the same thing when it comes to yourself and it comes to connecting the universe and all that lovely stuff. So for me, first port of call, when you wake up in the morning, and maybe even still lying in bed, and you're just sitting up, just take a second, just take a breath, take a couple of breaths with your eyes closed, and just ask God, the universe, infuse me with awareness, purpose, what it is I need to know, and just have a conversation like, how am I getting on? And just be silent, even just for 30 seconds, and you'd be surprised, even just this short amount of time, like that takes like a beautiful. Obviously, you can see I'm, I'm here in nature right now, the power of nature, everyone harps on about it, but when it comes to you getting back to yourself and really being able to tune in, especially at the beginning, and understand what is yours, what isn't yours, what is ego, what isn't ego, what is fear, what is worth, what is value, what is coming from power, what's coming from force, what's coming from a place of love. When you spend time in, in nature, it's like a reset. The coding, the energy in nature you know, when you're out in other people, out in the city, a lot of the coding, like if this is a holographic universe, the coding isn't as clean. It's not as pure. And when you're in nature, your ability to be with yourself and have clarity with you and just yourself from that place is accelerated. So getting in nature every day, you know, is, I don't manage it every day. It does make a huge difference. It will accelerate your journey. Even if you get your feet barefoot, get them on the ground if you can. And then the third thing, Get into your breath, even if you, you, know, you can't, do, can't go to some workshop, whatever. Even just 10 conscious breaths three times a day and just paying attention to breathing into your stomach. So <sighs> breathing into your stomach and just reconnecting with your body. And then the last one, the last one is just questioning everything and how you feel. So if you get into the habit of this, again, just reconnect with your body, reconnect with your soul, get out of your head. You don't need to try and get out of your head or, you know, be still. Just get connected with your body and it'll do the rest. So, you know, the food is a great one. So when you go to have some food, just taking a breath. And as you sigh out, 
What is it I want to have? Taking a breath. What does my body want? Taking a breath. What, was, what, would, what would be valuable to my body right now? What does it want to eat? And just see what images pop in. And you haven't got to get it right. You still might want to have pizza. You still might want to have chocolate. It doesn't matter. There's no judgment. It's just the act of starting to connect with your body. You'll start to get that intuition. Then once you get that, start to take that into other areas of your life. Start to, you know, every situation that happens, get used to taking a breath and then asking, how do I feel about this? What's currently going on for me? Having that internal dialogue with yourself before you speak, before you react. And the more you can start doing that, you know, your whole life will start to change because most of us are just reacting. Most of us are just zombies flowing through life, being programmed, being moved around from bus to subway to job to, to getting home, being on TV. And we're not in tune with our body and we're not noticing the messages that are coming from our body, first of all. And you start doing that, you'll start noticing colors around you more vibrant. You'll start noticing little tweaks, things that people say and do. The universe will start reflecting back at you the more you get connected with yourself. Man, brother, I love that. Definitely, as you're like breathing, I'm like, deep breath in, go ahead and breathe out. <laughs> I couldn't agree with you more there, man. Powerful stuff sharing there. And it really is true. I mean, I've used, I use a lot of breath work in my life and I can totally agree with everything you're saying. It really, like, like a light switch, something shifts and life just gets a lot more beautiful. Yeah. When you go through the dark times, you're kind of like, all right, going down again. All right, here we go. I'm going to learn some new things. Let's have some fun. Let's see how this works out. And I get more excited about, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be here. I'm going to soak all that I can because the more you stay <laughs> in that, in that darkness or pain or whatever you want to call it, you know, you're like, you're taking, you're downloading so much more information. And when you get to the other side, you're like, yeah, exactly. Wow. Holy cow. Cause I don't know, but I know like most people that I work with, it's all about most people like to run away from their pain. I'm going through a downtime, yeah, exactly. shut my ears and just try to go through it as fast as I can. And I was one of those two also. And now it's like, embrace it. So definitely some powerful stuff here, Duke. What is some ways people can get a hold of you, follow you and uh, connect with you? Yeah, first and foremost, we have a free Facebook group, Self-Awareness with Duke and the D-U-K-E. And no dash between the self and awareness, just Self-Awareness with Duke. Very simple. Find me on Facebook um, in that group. Tons of amazing souls in there sharing their journeys, sharing their truth. It's a closed group. No one can see outside of it. I answer loads of questions in there with videos and things like that. It's a really thriving group. That is why I'd say, you know, first and foremost, that is the place. We release a course every quarter um, on how to basically understand anything that's shown up in your life, going back and releasing that stuff. We release that in that group as well. So, you know, get in Facebook, self-awareness with Jeep, jump in there, and you'll just meet loads of amazing, supporting people in there. It's just Frankly, it's an honor, if I'm honest, to be kind of at the, what's the word? Be in the chair, I guess, you yeah. know, just seeing all the amazing souls in there, really helping each other out. It really is, you know, I had this dream of having a place where people could just be unashamedly them, share their stuff, get answers, get support. But it's even blown my mind. Like I said, my ego couldn't have conceived how it now currently looks, you know? So uh, yeah, jump in there, guys. Amazing space. And I'll definitely be jumping in there too. I'm excited. Duke, I want to thank you for having you on, brother. This was uh, a lot of good stuff. I definitely can see us having uh, other shows with each other because there's a lot of stuff you were bringing up that I'm like, oh, I want to ask more questions, but I know I'm going to go like five hours in. So I'm going to hold back and I'm going to definitely have a couple parts series <laughs> on this one. So I want to... Yeah, 
I decided, so this is, this is for the above class. <laughs> I love it. So uh, again, I want to thank you, brother. And, uh, you know, we'll definitely have you on again soon. Just whatever, ever is shown up in your life, you will only be ever given what you can handle. So, and, and what would Vic was saying, getting back to the breath, just remember darkness, fear, it can't live where breath is, where prana is, where air is. Nice. So if you get, if you're feeling anxious, if you're in pain, if you're scared, just get back to your breath and just remember that as you're breathing in that breath, you're breathing in that light. Darkness can't be where that light, where that breath is. And just remember, you'll only get given what you can handle. And remember, there's loads of amazing souls, myself, Vic, other people, you know, reach out. You know, you're not alone. I love it, brother. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for listening to the podcast. For past shows, please visit www.empoweryourreality.com. I hope this show inspired you and added to your life to help you on the journey to rediscover who you really are. To connect with us on Facebook, please visit www.facebook.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. Check us out on Twitter. The handle is Dr. Vic 21. Follow us on Instagram, www.instagram.com forward slash Dr. Vic Manzo. If you were inspired by the podcast, Pay it forward by sharing it with someone who you know can benefit from it. Thank you again for listening to the Mindful Experiment podcast, sharing paths to help you rediscover your infinite potential. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.